Hey guys, welcome to the Indie Game Development Podcast. Here we tackle the challenges of indie game development head on from the technical to the emotional and talk about the secrets to conquering self-doubt on your journey to crafting games that people will love. Subscribe so you never miss another episode. And if you haven't already done so, then please give us a rating and review so that this podcast gets shared with more people. We'd really, really appreciate it. Ready? Let's go. Hey guys, welcome. Today I want to talk about why it's easier than ever to make video games. I just want to be a little bit more positive on this one because I've talked about how difficult game dev can be on many occasions, but now I really I just want to flip that around and tell you why making games is easier than it has ever been before. Making games is always going to be hard, but there is definitely a reason that the amount of games being released on Steam alone have increased so exponentially. And let me give you an idea of how fast this number has grown. Right? In just eight years, the number of Steam games released has increased by almost 10 times. There were 1,348 games released in 2014 and 10,963 games released in 2022. So reason number one is game engines. I don't want to spark an engine war. I know some of you are very loyal to your game engine of choice and some of you do not use game engines at all, but we're not going to get into comparing them, okay? What I will say is that of all the three main ones that you've likely heard of, which is Unity, Unreal, or Godot, they are all really fantastic tools. And because these three are competing for dominance, they're all trying to find ways to one-up each other constantly. Competition is great for the end user. The more value that these engines offer you, the easier they make it to make beautiful games, then the more likely you are to use their engine. So it makes sense for them to continue improving their product forever, which is good for everybody. Unreal has always been known for its graphics, but then Unity developed their high definition render pipeline and I won't compare them, but it looks really, really good to me. But then Unreal Engine 5 came out with Nanite, which looks absolutely insane. And at the same time, Unity has been working hard on Dots for a few years now, which can run a scene with hundreds of thousands of game objects in the scene running on 60 frames per second on a smartphone. And that is out of experimental now. But ultimately, I don't really think that you can go wrong with any of these three engines, okay? And I, by the way, I'm sure Godot has done some really phenomenal stuff in recent years as well. I'm just a little less familiar with Godot than I am with the other two engines, but they all have their pros and cons. They all have unique workflows, but you can get a small game up and running pretty quickly on any one of them. Not only that, but they're, they're free, right? That, of course, changes once you publish an actual game each engine has its own rules or subscription requirement or royalty or whatever that they take and it constantly seems to continue evolving and changing but i don't know it just it blows my mind that the same engines that created final fantasy 7 remake or hollow knight are free for anyone to download and learn that's just mind-blowing to me another reason games are easier than ever to make are asset stores so just about any tool that you could possibly want, any system, any kind of art, any kind of package you're looking for, like enemy models, character models, 2D sprite sheets, music, sound effects, all of these things can be purchased from asset stores that you can use in your commercial products. Now, you do want to be careful here because if you're just getting a mishmash of assets from the internet and you're using nothing unique in your game, then you might your game might get labeled as an asset flip, which is definitely not something that you want. But with that being said, you don't have to reinvent the wheel either. I'm a really big proponent of this. You don't have to do everything 
yourself. And I'll talk a little bit more about this one later on, but as a developer, especially if you're solo or just in a small team, you have enough to worry about with your game already, right? You probably have a million things to do before it even feels remotely like an, a playable game. So do you really need to spend six months experimenting and learning how to create the perfect character controller when there are so many good ones already out there that you can just grab? And I think for a lot of us, the answer would be no, depending on what your goals are, right? If your goal is to make a game as quickly as possible, then the answer should definitely be a no. If your goal is to learn how to make the perfect character controller, and that's all you want to do, that's totally fine. You do you. But there are a lot of us where someone already did the work and made it available to download for a small price on the asset store, and it just makes a lot of sense, right? Is it worth spending $20 to save yourself a month or more of time? Absolutely. For me, it is. Again, if you want to do it yourself for the sake of learning, then that is a very, very different ballgame. But when you're deep in the trenches of working on a commercial game, I promise you that you're going to want to do everything possible to save yourself some time because you have enough things to do already. I find the asset store to be a little bit like Steam. There is a lot of junk, but there are a lot of gems too. You just got to dig around a little bit. All right, so programming is actually another reason it's easier than ever to make video games because programming actually was the reason that I did not pursue game dev for a very long time. When I was 12 years old, I downloaded a program called RPG Maker 2000, I believe, and it was absolutely incredible. I was able to put together a small world. I had a like 45 second long sword slash animation for my game's like secret ultimate weapon that I made myself, and it was really great. I went a little overboard with it, right? But except as time went on, it became a little less satisfying because I wasn't actually making my own game at all, right? It didn't feel like I was making my own game. It was like I was kind of playing Super Mario Maker and I had slapped a level together and basically was like, yep, I made that game, right? It didn't feel real. I had made a cute little game, but I didn't feel like a developer working on the software. So I did some research and realized that in order to make games at that time, I had to learn what was called C++. I told my dad this and he was awesome. He bought me a copy of C++ for Dummies and I opened it and read the first page and then I shut it and never looked at it again. Honestly, I wasn't even willing to try. I was a little lazy at that age and I was like, nope, right? As soon as I looked at it, why? Because honestly, it looked too hard. Now, programming, don't get me wrong, it's still hard, but with more modern languages like C Sharp, which is what I use with the Unity game engine, it's very extremely readable code. Still tough to learn, still a big, big learning curve, but nothing like some of the older programming languages. Unreal still uses C++, but it doesn't really matter as far as I know, because you can also use their visual scripting solution called Blueprint, which is a very visual way of coding. And on top of easier languages to read and write, the compilers have gotten a whole lot better too. So I've, I've only ever worked with Visual Studio, but when I upgraded from 2019 to 2022, I was shocked at all the improvements. It's also like two steps ahead of me because it often suggests code before I've even written a line and it just autofills it for me when I press tab. It's like, it's a really nice feature that saves me a lot of time and typing and it almost always gets what I want right. Another reason is that there's so much information out there. I don't know what the old method was for learning game development, probably books and things like that, but 
my high school didn't offer any courses or materials to learn that. I knew there were schools specifically for game creation, but it's kind of hard to decide if that's what you want to do if you haven't even tried it before, right? But today, the amount of information and valuable resources are absolutely overwhelming. There is a mountain of free knowledge available out there. And, you know, obviously this is because of the internet, but it's more than that, though. It's all the amazing and talented people out there. There are many successful YouTube channels that are 100% dedicated to creating game development tutorials. And because of how search algorithms work, people are tailoring their content to be as concise and valuable as possible. They have to, or their content won't get views. So it's just easier than ever to learn. Another reason is because of things like Fiverr and just freelancing in general. Because of websites like Fiverr, finding freelancers to help you with things that you're not great at is easier than ever. And I I really, I can't speak for the quality of work that you'll get from my own personal experience because I've never done it. I've never used Fiverr to hire anyone, but I have seen a lot of developers utilizing that tool. And there are all kinds of programmers, 2D and 3D artists and composers on there looking for small jobs. And the benefit from going with Fiverr over something like an asset store is that you will be getting a unique asset, whether it's a song or some sound effects or some pixel art, whatever it is, it'll be completely unique. And you can hire anyone from any country to do this for you at any time. It's absolutely incredible. And another reason is just other people, okay? And I ran into a problem with our commercial game quite a while back that I was stuck on for weeks, okay? I was, I was creating the map system for my Metroidvania game. And it's the first time I had ever made a map system. I had made mini maps before, so I had a base knowledge to work off of a little bit, but I wanted my players to be able to place pins on the map. Again, it's Metroidvania, and this is just a really great system for that type of game because you might be exploring and you might come across an upgrade just out of your player's reach, but now you know that you need to come back to that area later with a different power-up, maybe like a higher jump or whatever in order to get that upgrade. So you want to be able to open up your map and place a pin down so that you mark that area down for later. And I got it sort of working, but there was an offset, okay? Like I would place a pin down and it would go on the map sort of down and to the left. I spent weeks, okay? I could not figure out why this was happening. So based on my own experience, I can just say this. Ask for help. If you are out of your depth, which I was, ask for help. I went on the Unity forums. I went on Discord. I'm in a lot of game dev groups, and I just quickly copied and pasted the same message into all of them. And honestly, I was not expecting to get the problem solved. And yet, sure enough, some random awesome person on the internet messaged me and was like, hey, I was able to duplicate your issue. It's because of this and this. And that kind of help, if you are an indie developer making a game by yourself or on a small team, this kind of help is absolutely incredible and invaluable. I have found myself wishing so many times throughout the years, like, I wish I had a teacher or a mentor, right? Or like a senior programmer and designer that sat next to me that that would be like if I worked in an office somewhere, but I don't have that. I'm an indie, right? And up until recently, I've always worked alone until my wife joined my team as our artist and video editor but I'm very used to working alone. So I find myself hitting technical challenges on a pretty constant basis. But the point is there's actual help out there. There are people out there that want to help you. Game dev, because of the ease of entry to the industry now, 
free game engines and all that. There is a vast, huge, huge community of people that do what you do, and some of them can and will help you if you ask for it. It doesn't really matter what skill level you are at. We all start as beginners and we all become experts with enough time and work. There are people to help you at every stage from zero to the end, right? From beginner to expert. And honestly, my ego will sometimes stop me from asking for help. There's some part of me that really wants me to do this all on my own. But honestly, at least for me and for my own personal goals, trying to do it all myself is really not the most efficient way for me to work. I have goals that I want to achieve and I have a certain skill sets that I want to acquire and trying to do it all myself without asking for help is literally slowing me from hitting those goals. So my advice would just be to ask for help when you feel like it. It does not mean that a piece of your game isn't yours. If somebody else helped you create that piece, it doesn't mean that you owe anyone anything. It doesn't make you dumb. Honestly, it makes you smart. Okay. That's all I got for you today. If you love this episode and you haven't already left a rating and review, please consider doing that now. It really helps the podcast grow and reach more awesome people like yourself. Thanks so much.